You ready for this? Yeah. If is the most original and heartfelt movie in years. Magic like this comes around once in a lifetime. This Friday, experience it with your whole family. Can we do it again? If ready PG. Hello and welcome to the Wildcat Scoop podcast. I'm Shelby Shear and I am here with my co-host Jason Shear. And we are here to preview the Arizona men's basketball game versus Utah, set for Saturday. We're just going to be all business today. Just, all business, no pleasure. That's right. <laughs> okay, now <laughs> back to seriousness. Utah is 8-8. Eight and eight. Is it better than its record, or is that about right from what you have seen, Jason? I think you'll probably hear Arizona say it's better than its record, but I'm, I'm not so sure about that. Um, you know, Utah has pretty much lost to every good team it's played. Uh, beat Boston College 68-61, which is decent, but lost to BYU, blown out against USC, lost to Missouri, who's awful, and then they've lost their last four games in a row, Oregon State, Oregon, and the Washington schools. And it's hard to figure out Utah without Brandon Carlson. He might be their best player. Uh, the fact that he's gone, he was coming back, and then he got appendicitis. So he's out for the Arizona game. Ooh, that sucks. Um, and so he's one of their better, if not their best player. Um, so it, it kind of sucks for them, and it's hard to figure out what type of team this is. But obviously when you're taking a look, they've lost five of their last six with the only win being against Fresno State where they won 55-50, to 50, which sounds like the worst basketball game uh, of all time. But – um, they're letting up too many points, and they have some talent on the team. They can maybe get going offensively, but honestly, 8-8 eight and eight is, is probably what type of team Arizona is facing. Like Colorado wasn't as good as their record, probably. Utah's record is, is pretty much where they're at this season. So basically you're saying they're just meh. They're average. They're meh. Yeah, meh. Meh. They're 114 on Ken Palm, which is meh. Okay. Well... As far as moving forward in the game itself, what is the key matchup to watch in this game that we are describing as meh? Honestly, like there's not one individual matchup that I think I look at and go, man, Arizona really needs to win that matchup in order to win this game. Um, if I had to pick one that I may be intrigued by a little bit, uh, it would probably be Dale and Terry guarding Marco Anthony. I assume that'll be the defensive matchup. Um, Anthony's the same player as last year, pretty much, but his rebounding numbers for a 6'5 guard, um, he's, he's got some bulk on him at 223. They'll play him at small forward, actually, and play a 6'7 Lazar Stavanovic. Say that 10 times fast. Um, at shooting guard because he's a little skinnier, but Anthony's averaging seven rebounds. He has the ability to get going, but he's a feast or famine type of guy, and I'm curious what... Dalen Terry does against him. There's not that like really good player on Utah. Like when we talked about the Colorado game, it was like, okay, Jabari Walker, Evan Batty, those are the two guys. Utah doesn't have that. They have a bunch of guys that put in the same amount of points. They don't have that dominant guy. Um, I would say I would have said Carlson is their best player. Um, and and one thing that I'm really curious to see is my dog growling out of control if you heard that. <laughs> but one thing that I'm really curious to see is the bench matchup, how Pella Larson does against his former team. And Utah has some decent talent in David Jenkins and Booth Gotch uh, coming off the bench. And so that is an intriguing matchup. 
um, Arizona can the bench score 31 points like it did against Colorado, I would be surprised. But there's some intrigue there. But again, there's not that one matchup where I say Arizona has to win or play that matchup even. If you're Utah, there is. You got to win that guard matchup and you got to make sure that you have an answer for Tubelis, which they didn't have last season, um, despite the fact that Utah won. Interesting. You're, you're giving Utah keys of the game away already. Yeah, score more points. <laughs> <laughs> if only they had listened to you. Well, Arizona is the better team. We all know that. How can Utah win this game in, in some alternate reality? And also on the other side of that, what does Arizona need to do to guarantee that win? Yeah, so Utah is similar to Colorado in the fact that it does not force turnovers. So if Utah is going to win this game, it has to turn Arizona over. Um, defensively, Ken Palm turnover percentage, they're 354th in the nation. That's not good. That's, that's worse than meh. Right, and so they don't force turnovers at all. And so they need to somehow find a way to force turnovers, and they need to somehow find a way to defend better. It is not a good defensive team. Um, they have to be able to defend Arizona well uh, when you take a look at basically you know when, when Utah has the ball it needs to, to find a little better way to score it's not bad shooting team uh, but it could be better and so it, it, it comes down really to Utah has to do what it does well and, and match that but it has to do what it does poorly a little better and so the problem with that is it doesn't turn the ball over it doesn't steal the ball um, it doesn't rebound the ball uh, it's got to improve in those areas. For Arizona, it's real simple. Take care of the ball and play your game. I think if Arizona plays their game, I don't think there's any secret recipe in this one. If Arizona plays their game and is effective sharing the ball, takes care of the ball relatively well, um, defends better, you know, it, it can't be inconsistent defensively, um, it'll pr probably win this game going away. Um, again, it, it, this isn't the type of game where it's matchup-based where you say to yourself, oh, they have to do this and this. Arizona is a better team, and it just has to play like a better team. I would like to interrupt with breaking news that Bianca has joined the podcast. She's decided that she's going to sit in my lap the rest of this podcast. Yeah, every podcast we have, this dog literally will wake up. She was dead asleep. She woke up and jumped on the table. Also, she decided to eat some crunchies. That made us laugh. And we actually edited that out. We usually do like a straight take. She's tired. We basically. were laughing so hard. So if anyway. You, if you heard the growling before, we have three dogs. If you heard the growling before, it's because our biggest dog jumped on the couch and said, you know what? I'm going to sleep on top of this other dog. Yeah, we have three. So Rosie decided to jump on to Brody. We have a large family. Um, anyway. Three so dogs, two kids. And a gold, we have a, a, and a fish. And a fish. Not a goldfish. We have a blue beta named Blueberry who thinks he's a dog too. So anyway, Bianca's joined the podcast and she would like to know what is the statistic to watch in this game? Uh, yeah, it, <laughs> the, the turnovers probably like the fact that Utah doesn't defend if, you know, like Colorado defended well for a half and it wasn't a good defensive team either, but it just didn't match up. And then the second half, um, turnovers until Arizona fixes that problem, it's going to be the statistic to watch nearly every game. Um, even against Colorado, I think 17 turnovers is too much. Utah does not force turnovers. It does not steal. Uh, it doesn't really block shots all that well. So can Arizona take care of the ball against Utah? If it does, Utah is going to get run off the court. That's the matchup to me. Rebounding, like I mentioned, uh, you know, they get killed on the glass, Utah. 
man, I'm just killing Utah in this You podcast. are literally <laughs> murdering them. Like The stat of the game is uh, attendance. Yes. Should I go into that? No, I'm not going to do that rant. But that's the hot topic on the message board. Six o'clock on a Saturday. Don't No excuses. The end. Thank you. So, hmm, Jason, what is your prediction for this game? Yeah, I really like Utah. <laughs> I just feel that it's all going to come now. I don't... I. A lot of times when you're looking for an upset, like when it comes March and you're looking to pick that upset, you look for path to victories, right? You say, okay, you know what? This team, they get hot for three. You know, it could happen. Like if you remember years ago, I'm sorry to bring this up, uh, I got killed on Twitter because before the Buffalo game, I said if Buffalo is hitting their shots, Arizona's in trouble, and then they come out and make every shot they shoot. Dang it. You got right? a strong crystal ball. So Utah's not that team. No. Utah's it's just not, not there's happening. no path to victory. It would take Arizona failing in so many different Arizona areas. Arizona would have to lose this game for themselves. Right. So I believe I picked Arizona 90, Utah to 72. Ooh. Uh, it could actually be bigger than that. I'd be yeah. surprised if small. I think that's the spread right now. But um, look, let's just cut the crap. Let's go to the road trip from Cal and Stanford and UCLA, and let's see where Arizona's at. We're going to find out where Arizona's at next week. In the upcoming whatever amount of days, these games are great and all that, but um, yeah. We want to get to the good stuff. Yeah, give me the meat of the schedule. The meat. Yeah, well, we should have already had some of those games and, you know, we know what happened there. Wow, COVID. COVID and And. UCLA not wanting to face Arizona. Oh, God. When we're strong and they're not strong, so magically we are not playing UCLA or By the way, a real game to watch is USC versus Oregon. Oh, yeah. If Dana Allman can do this. All of a sudden, it's it's Dana and Sean again without the Sean part. Besties oh, forever. Sad. Well, I'm gonna go for my prediction because second podcast in a row, Jason has no neglected to I ask mean, me. I mean, yes. What is your prediction? I'm gonna do 96 to 69. Arizona wins, and that's right. <laughs> oh my I, god! <laughs> All right. On that note, <laughs> I just picked those numbers because they're the opposite, the inverse of each other. That's it. Nice. That's the only reason. All right. Well, Bianca agrees with me. It's Friday night. Things I'm going to put a picture of me and Bianca on Twitter after this podcast is posted. If you guys are listening to the podcast and you're wondering if I play second fiddle, I mean, you pretty much got your answer during this podcast. I'm not kidding. Bianca's literally my arms right now. So I'm just a guy that lives here. You're my real family, Wildcat Authority. Aww. <laughs> and don't worry, everywhere we go, when people see you, they're like, oh. It's sheer. Yeah, don't do that. I don't oh like it. my god, it's sheer. I don't like that stuff. Anyway, he does. He secretly no. loves it, and you should come up to him and you should it's the ask best part. him out to go drink it's beer. It's the best part of the masks <laughs> is that people sometimes don't recognize me. He also blushes too. Yeah. So you stop. Okay, okay. On that note. Anyway, if you need more tips, you know where we'll, to find me. Uh, we'll be back with the post game podcast after the Utah game, and. Um, Jetfish got two commitments today, so who knows what tomorrow I know. We're going to have to do another football podcast. Probably. Anyway. All right. Well. Good night. Good night. Bear down. Bear down. Much love. What's our saying from, you know, Pac-12? Well, it's a six o'clock game. Bear down, wake up, so it's not. Yeah. Bear down, sober up. hey oh. Okay. Thanks for joining us. Baseball 
has begun, which means you need to listen to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network. Join Scott White, Chris Towers, and me, Frank Samphill, every Monday through Saturday as we deliver all of your fantasy baseball needs in just five minutes. We'll break down the biggest performers, news, and prospects who could make an impact this season. Make sure to download and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app, and everywhere else podcasts are found. 